the first reading, we have the beautiful words of the King Solomon. I prayed, and prudence was given to me. I pleaded, and the spirit of wisdom came to me. There is something very meaningful and very deep in that prayer. First off, Solomon tried to avoid asking what other rulers, other kings had chosen, and maybe even continue to choose nowadays, namely riches, powers, prestige, a long reign, uh, the defeat of their enemies. So these were the gods, the idols that some other rulers followed. And at the end of the day, they were disciples of their own wealth, of power, or actually, they were disciples of themselves. They were self-serving, self-seeking, and not servants to God and the people. And I don't know if you knew that, but the main job of the king of Israel was to meditate on God's law day and night. His mission was to decipher, to discern, and fulfill God's will, meditating on His law, meditating on His word, day and night. And Solomon gets right to the point here. He asks God for His wisdom. And what is wisdom, if not the content of God's inner life? Wisdom Wisdom is the, the information, so to speak, contained in God's heart. It's the content of God's heart. This is why this spirit of wisdom is preferable to anything else. So, when Solomon asked for wisdom in his prayer, he was asking for the capacity to be open to God's will, to understand it, and to put it into practice. Here, the king is an image and a model of a radical disciple. But beware, the word radical can have different and diverse connotations, many connotations. We can think on, on the one hand of fundamentalist, narrow-minded people. And on the other hand, we can think, can think of Uh, people marching on the streets and shouting against oppressive structures and people. But this is, this is just part of it. The very root of the word radical refers to the root. Radical is one who lives with depth, truth, at the root of something. So Solomon doesn't root his reign in a worldly pursuit, but in God's wisdom which enables us to see all things as God sees them. Not what riches, power, and prestige would bring him. Actually, the king would be a fool to root his life in these things. He says, All gold in view of wisdom is a little sand. Beyond health, I loved her. Beyond health, I loved wisdom. So... Long story short, the king had anchored his heart unto God. In the second reading, taken from the letter to the Hebrews, we are reminded that if we want to go to the root of following God, we must listen to His Word. 
the source of wisdom to our lives is God's word. Who among us has sacrificed the gold and silver of our own time to stop for a while, to slow down the rush, to listen to the wisdom of God's word? Who among us has done this lately? The founder of the Shalom community continually says that our prayer with the word should be done on a daily basis. It must be daily, still with God, deep, and as much as possible, long, a long prayer. We must choose to spend long times in the presence of God, meditating upon His Word, His wisdom. It is the Word of God that reveals to us who God is and who we are. So, a true disciple won't run away from the Word, but will follow it in truth and will be purified by it in truth. Unfortunately, some of us claim to be followers of Christ Unfortunately, we claim to be followers of the Word, but we end up shunning the Word. We are afraid of it. We're afraid of the naked truth that the Word of God knows and sees in us. My brother, my sister, let the Word reveal to you what God wants from you. It is pure wisdom. It is light for our footsteps. It is a two-edged sword, as the letter of the Hebrew letter to the Hebrews says, a two-edged sword that can penetrate the inner sanctuary of our hearts and make a change. It can be painful, you know, but this is how we grow. If we avoid the pain that this sword would inflict in order to purify us, then we'll be postponing our sanctification. In the gospel, Jesus encounters that young rich man who wanted to learn how to attain to everlasting life. He is apparently a good person who had observed all the commandments from his youth. He was a good person indeed. He was longing to inherit eternal life. But Jesus always takes his listeners from a superficial level to a deeper level level, to a deeper level of understanding, of conversation, closer to the root of discipleship, closer to the root of God's wisdom. You are lacking in one thing, my friend. Go, sell what you have, and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. The young man was kind of concerned with a moral code, you know, what can I do? What good deeds must I do to deserve it? We are in a world where one must earn it to have it, you know? We are in a world that doesn't understand or operate from the logic of gift. Actually, Jesus takes the conversation to the level of being rather than doing. The young man didn't understand something that wasn't functional. He lived with this with his good practices, with his good deeds, but which didn't commit or engage his whole being. 
And that's what true discipleship is about, the gift of self. That is the logic of the kingdom of heaven. The goodness of the Father consists of giving himself away out of love for us. He gives us his own son, Jesus Christ, and he pours his own spirit out into us. So, if you want eternal life, if you want to participate in this divine life of God, this eternal life of God, become a gift yourself. Join this divine wisdom of the gift of self, so you will have eternal life. This eternal life you've been looking for. This gospel passage ends in a heartbreaking way, though. The young man went away sad because he had many possessions. He didn't have the guts to turn his life into a gift. He wasn't brave enough to turn his life into an offering, into a gift. And Jesus is crystal clear. To receive, you must let go. How to fill what is not empty? Who leaves, receives a hundredfold. Not only in the afterlife, but even here on earth. We are so attached to our little life, you know, so attached to our little. Let it go and let God give you what he's got for you. Amen.